Hey, what's up, cheaters? We're back with the Cheat Day Show, a show that started by Chef Carl Ruiz and comedian Ryan Reese, where we're living your cheat day. Each week, we meet comedians, athletes, models, authors, and all-around interesting people, discuss their eating habits and their cheating habits. Then our professional and celebrity chefs make their own cheat meals on steroids for our guests. Joining me to my right... Uh, executive chef here at La Cubana in the Meatpacking District on 15th and 9th. Uh, yeah, Mario Chepe. What's going on, guys? Like How you doing, cheaters? Uh, I was just applauding meatpacking. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's, that's our, <laughs> I thought it was for the restaurant. No, no, it's for the meatpacking district. That's, that's our guest. Yes. He heard meat and he started clapping. He's uh, <laughs> he's excited to be here. Uh, in addition to that, our, our uh, uh, always uh, we have our producer slash uh, engineer, Lance Weiss. Thank on. you. I'm still waiting to meet the models. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, son of a... It's in uh, the intro. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. They'll be here sooner I'm, or later. Yeah, working on it. I'm working yeah. on it. Uh, our guest today is stand-up comedian and actor who is currently a correspondent on The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. You can see him in the hit film Crazy Rich Asians. He had his own television yes. show on ABC Australia, the BBC Comedy Central Asia, and coming soon to Comedy Central America. <laughs> Please give it up for Ronnie Chang, Woo! ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yes, and a great uh, food lover. Welcome. Food lover, thank you. Thank you for welcoming us into your beautiful restaurant. Thank you. I yeah. like that you clapped for me. That got me very excited. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to, I'm trying to hype, hype up this podcast. He's hyping it. Do, yeah. you, do you eat a lot of meat? Uh, yeah, eat tons of meat. I think at one point when I, 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 I've lost 10 kilos... So, like, what, 20 pounds? Yeah, yeah, don't, yeah, yeah. come on, jump I've down, dude. Yeah. This, is, this is an American podcast. Get I've out of here with your weird man. Uh, what's, I don't know, what's, what's American Imperial? Uh, I, I, I've lost 20 pounds twice in my life. Whoa. And the second time I lost it was I just went into just all protein. So Wow. Yeah, if, so, so. What do you weigh now? Now I'm, I'm 72 kilos. So I bet I can guess your so. weight. How tall are you? So, like, what, 10 grand of I'm, cocaine? I'm 171 centimeters. <laughs> What is that? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I think in CM and, uh, kil- and kilogram metric system. Uh, so it's the system that makes the most sense. Uh, I bet you weigh like one. Chef, can you figure that out for us? I did not don't. figure that out at all. We went from geography to math. How, how many tablespoons does he weigh? Yeah. How I many th- ounces of. What are you about? Uh, was that convert to 100 and. Uh, I, I think it's pounds? about times 2.2, so it'll be about 160 pounds. So you, you were right, rocking pounds 180 yeah. pounds, let's yeah. say, 20 yeah. pounds Whoa, heavier. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow, that's a, that's a big age. How tall yeah. are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm five foot seven. How did, I mean, did you feel like you were bigger? Like, you never feel you're bigger until you lose it. And then you, like, imagine taking mm. off a 20 pound backpack. Yeah. And thinking, man, I was walking around with that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. and when you when you have it on you, you don't you're you like, don't realize. Uh, yeah, you don't realize. Yeah. You know, right? You've lost a lot of weight before. Lost about life. 120 pounds. Yeah. I yeah, was, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, keeping it off is the hard part. Yes. The losing everyone can lose it, but uh, fat yeah. has a relapse rate of like 95. percent 100. According to I a statistic I just I made up. Confirm that. I actually have always been in phenomenal shape. But but yeah no you're right the the rebound is the hardest the keeping it off is the biggest battle. What do you know? what do you do? Do you exercise? So I completely changed the way I uh, eat to to um, to keep it off. Was like I had to completely stop eating desserts. I had to um, I, ice cream was like my heroin. I would eat a whole tub. Mm. A pint or a tub? Yeah, yeah a whole tub. Because a pint is, is like serving size. Like if right. you're going to buy a pint, finish it. No, no, but like I had to com- I had to go to zero with ice cream. I can't eat anymore because if I eat it, I'll just keep eating. Just go off the What rails. was your, go- the rails, your yeah. go-to kind? Ice cream? Anything, yeah. man. Any ice cream. Yeah, any ice cream. That, mm. I, and Brand? I used to laugh at people who 
um, were addicted to, you know, like people people who could, couldn't have just one drink, like one alcohol drink. Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. You have no self control. Right. And I realized that ice cream was my it was alcoholism. Yeah. yeah, I would yeah. just eat the whole thing. I eat the tub. That's you know. actually people that give up uh, uh, liquor generally go to sweets. Because their oh. body's trying to find that sugar, right? So, like, mm-hmm. if you quit booze, you'll find those guys have candy all the time, right? I can believe that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but what? Like, did you have a brand? Like, for, um, if I'm eating ice cream, I'm a fan of Haagen Dazs. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty good. Oh, the best. Yeah. Yeah. Cookies and cream, phenomenal. I mean, we would go French vanilla. Uh, we would go ice cream like that for sure. Rum but then it so. became it became um, looking for gelato, looking for very Ooh, boutique yes. ice cream places. You, you bougie know? bitch. Like, wow. like, yeah, you got real bougie with it. I know. Yeah. Oh my Coggin does at 7-Eleven. You're like, but, uh, gelato. I mean, that brings up another good point was one thing that made me really discover and appreciate food was I was living in Melbourne, Australia. I lived right. there for like 10 years. Um, Where are you from? Are you oh yeah, sorry. I used to, I, I'm, from, I'm from Malaysia. I lived in Singapore for 10 years. Um, Singapore and in, in Malaysia, to me, I don't really differentiate between the two countries because I, I, I'm from Johor Bahru in Malaysia, which is a bridge away from Singapore. So it's essentially like living Jersey and Manhattan. It's literally... <laughs> okay. No, it literally yeah. is. The two That's countries. the best way I've ever heard to put. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. It's, it's a bridge. So it, there which, was, when I was growing up, I would wake up in Malaysia and then go to school in huh. Singapore. Which one yeah. is Jersey? <laughs> Malaysia, uh, yeah. Malaysia for sure. Singapore, Singapore, straight answer. up New York. Yeah, straight up. Well, it, it's cleaner than New York. It's much, it's much more efficient. Anyway, you'll, you'll see. It. It, Singapore is like Asian Wakanda. <laughs> if you ever go there, Asian and, Wakanda. Yeah, like super that. clean, very modern. They love food. You appreciate the food culture yeah. there. Yeah. Because Southeast Asia was a melting pot for cultures. So oh, there was, huge melting pot. Yeah, there was Indian people, Malay people, Chinese people all coming in, and they yeah. created something that was oh, very, spices, mm, yeah. peppers, everything is coming yeah. from down there. And the flavors can't be replicated, man. I've, I've never had it. I never had a good Singaporean um, cuisine outside of Singapore or Malaysia so there you go but anyway I was growing I was in I I went to Australia for university I was there for 10 years I started doing stand-up comedy in Australia and I remember five years into being in Australia Melbourne City started really developing as a food place and Asian people started immigrating there so restaurants started opening later and later and later (laughs) and there was a real big food culture and it coincided right when I broke up with my girlfriend and I was feeling (laughs) (laughs) and and when I broke up with my girlfriend I I was feeling really down you know I was a stand-up comic in Melbourne I was yeah. just like by myself, um, no family there. And so I would, and I knew Melbourne City was a great city, but I never really appreciated like walking around the city. And so I started exploring the city, like putting in conscious effort to walk around the alleyways in the city, explore mm. every restaurant and really go and eat. And that's how I, I, that's how I started getting really into food was walking around Melbourne City and going into these you know, hyped restaurants or like underground restaurants or hidden restaurants. Yeah, you know, Ronnie, it's it's funny because hearing you say that, you sound a lot kind of like a chef Mm because we're not only, you know, addicted to the food and getting the next great plate, you know, but we're also, it's the search. It's the search of finding something new and being on the cutting edge of, Whatever the cuisine is, right, and, and the joy of finding something. Oh, it's amazing when you find it's like it's, it's, you yeah. want to share it with everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. it's 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 amazing. It's like finding great sushi or finding a great exactly. noodle house. Exactly, and yeah. so uh, yeah. and that's really what got me into like, oh, every city has these really awesome food places. And I was trying to, I, I was losing weight at the time. And so it became, when you know, Ryan, you know, when you're losing weight, every calorie counts. Yes, it does. So you don't want to waste calories on shitty food. Yeah. And so that's when I completely cut out all this, you know, all this other franchise. I can't eat at franchises anymore unless there's something really special there that, you know, like a chicken burger. Everyone's like, so what's, uh-huh. if, if there was a franchise that yeah. you had to go to, Ronnie, what's your go to franchise? Go to franchise. If you had to... Are we talking fast food or are we talking like chain restaurant? Okay, if 
I think I'm, I'm gonna go. Both. I'm gonna go fast food first. Okay. Stuck mm. in an airport. Every fast Stuck food. Oh, there. Wow. You're fucking. You're starving, dude. Where if, are you going? If. Oh man, I would. I I, I just would. Well, I wouldn't eat. But but if you <laughs> made me if you made me eat, I'll probably go Shake Shack uh, lettuce Ooh. burger. Yeah, so nice. No, whoa, whoa. what does that mean? Just consistent bouginess. <laughs> yeah. What is that? Yeah, That's yeah, just lettuce and bread with someone no, no, else. No, no, lettuce and meat. Oh, it's lettuce and meat. Yeah, so no. you go double patty cheese and I then see. lettuce wrapped. And then I you'll see. lettuce nice. wrap it. Yeah, okay, yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. And you put condiments on there? Uh, Yeah, you can put condiments you, on there. Do you? Yeah, yeah. Put you put ketchup or something? Okay, mustard. See, I don't, unless unless it's my cheat day, I try to box it in. I try to be good. And I've been, as comedians, you travel. So we've been in airports, and that's been our only option. If that's the case, I'll grab a McDonald's salad with chicken. McDonald's salad? salad? If it's not a cheat day. If it's a cheat day, the wheels are off. We're hitting a bunch of places. Don't have to worry about it. But that's a great point was that also another thing that worked for me was being on the road as a comic. You know, we're always flying into cities to perform. And... Yeah, whoa, 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 some of us are taking buses. I was going to say, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> flying. Whoa. All uh, right. Um, okay, well, <laughs> like, some of us, some of us are able to, Megabus, paging Lance Suisse. Some of us are able to fly into cities, and and when you do, it's a great joy to find food on the road, and this idea that you have to eat, like, shit on the road, I don't buy it. Like, hmm. when, I, when I was fucking starting out in comedy, and I was trying to eat better, I would just go to a supermarket and just buy food there, and but, like, I mean, buy fruit and buy, like, protein, and just go back to the way we But when you get there. outside of New York and outside of L.A., yeah. McDonald's is really good. <laughs> like, they're really, like, they're clean, and the people are friendly. There's no yeah, fights. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's amazing. It's <laughs> like, oh, my God, the burger looks like the pitcher. How did yeah. you do that? <laughs> yeah, for, for sure. But but my I think my, my point still stands that you, you th- there's this idea that when you're on the road, you can't eat well. And I just think that that's... I have a tough time. And I eat pretty healthy in general. I have a hard time. Yeah, but have you eaten at a supermarket? I, I put it you're to you. Yeah. You're not supposed to eat there. You're supposed to take it home. <laughs> no, but I would put it to you that if you went to a supermarket and just bought the roast sure. chicken, bought the bought the fresh fruit. But my thing is, like, what if I'm on an eight-hour drive? You know what I mean? To, so, to guys, do, I don't mean right. to interrupt yeah. you, but uh, we are serving Ronnie his, his cheat meal currently. So I just, I just oh, want to... Oh, my God. What is that? Are I you, dude? Oh it smells God. incredible. It oh smells. You just took it by my head. Uh, it smells Chef, awesome. Chef Mario is gonna uh, jump on. Uh, dude, it smells wonderful. He's gonna jump on the mic and tell us exactly what is going on here. This looks incredible. That is that is ridiculous. Oh so, my god! So it's like a stew, dude. It smells um, awesome. It looks like a curry stew. I would say rundang. Can you hold that up for me, yeah, buddy? So, dude, amazing. I mean, oh, yeah. To your face. Hold it to your face. Oh hold it to your face. Oh my gosh! Oh, you got a few different things going on here. Yeah, I mean, poached egg. Look at me. Look at me. Holy oh cow, this God. looks fantastic. I was not expecting this, I gotta be honest with you. There's some really nice flat noodles here. Yes, 100%. I mean, so the guy, there's this a guy looks, rich. This looks homemade. The guy rich across the street makes flat noodles. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. So I made a broth. Fresh. Yeah. yeah, I made a beef broth uh, to go with it, and I just grabbed some of the best damn noodles in the area. Dude, it looks awesome. So, what's, what's the deal? You go across the street and you go, like, he's obviously not selling these noodles wholesale. No, you so he's like, not. I mean, I you know I know him. the guy. I yeah. know the guy. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, listen, I got, you know, I gotta <laughs> make some. I gotta make some noodle bowls. I can make the broth. Yeah, I can make the beef. I could do all the seasoning. But that noodle. Yeah. I feel like that noodle in Asian cuisine, single, whatever it is, yeah. is, is like the key. It's I, like the rice in Spanish food. Sure. You know. Can, yeah, and especially when you make it that fresh, that's out of control. Like when you when it's that fresh, you made it by hand like that. Yeah. It's, yeah. 
That's great. Okay, yeah, so nice. uh, we yeah, so we uh, have just uh, plated the food uh, for Ronnie because it's time to cheat. Let me get some forks. Uh, we That's asked delicious. Ronnie what his ideal meals were. He said uh, ramen, paleo desserts, and Chinese noodles. <laughs> so Chef Mario took those three suggestions and uh, created uh, what's in front of us now. Uh, Mario, uh, what'd you make? What I mean, I made the Ronnie noodle bowl. <laughs> okay, I mean the cool thing is it's like um, it, it's I kind of looked at where Ronnie was from and the fact that he's here and, and I kind of put together what I thought he'd enjoy. So, like I said... So, let's start with this. Noodles. What is... I see an egg. Is that an egg? Poached egg. So, poached egg, fat noodles, uh, cumin, short rib beef broth. Okay. And cilantro, some green onions, and that's it. It's just... What's, what's that the, stuff? What's, what, sorry. What's in the broth? So, the broth... I, I started with... Um, Dude, with by the, the way, before bone. real quick, Ronnie is just so scientifically looking at this. Like he's not even like he's so inquis he's not even like excited or like high he is, but he's like he's like, What's in the broth? What's going on with the he's we so got, like we scientific. Got chili oil. Yeah. Um I did a little bit of fish sauce, um soy sauce, uh cumin, and roasted the bones. So what I do with the bones is I take the bone out of the beef rib, little tomato sauce, put it in the oven for about eight hours. Pull that out so that the marrow's all kind of soft, mm -hmm. and that'll turn in kind of like a demi-glaze, yeah. like a beef broth. Yeah. That's amazing. One of the things that Ronnie had told us is that for the last three years, he's cut out any non-Asian food from his diet. <laughs> uh, could you... Could, what the, um, so over the last two years... Just racist with food. Super racist with food now. I, don't, I, I, I started to become my dad. Like when, when my dad... <laughs> no, when my dad... Yeah, my oh, dad was God. like... Don't say that. He, oh, no. no, no, I just mean with food. Like my, my parents wouldn't eat any kind of like... They will only eat... Chinese, uh, Asian food in Singapore. They live in Singapore. They don't live here. So you bring them to McDonald's and they be like, we don't, you know, they just don't like it. Right. And I couldn't understand why until I moved away from Asia for that long and I was like, oh, dude, that's all I crave now. And, and all I crave now is Asian. The last two years, all I've been eating is mm. just Japanese, Korean, Chinese food. I don't know. For me, that's like a staple. Like, I can't eat freaking steak or burgers every day. Like, I just can't I, You become it. your parents. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's like the hometown food, plus you're, you're dieting. So yeah. My you father know, eats a lot of Polish food, a lot of Ukrainian food, and now I find myself being like, yeah, I'm going to get kielbasa. <laughs> like, who says that? <laughs> so it was cool, Ronnie, because I made this broth a lot like we make... We yeah, make, it's yeah, all yeah, you. It's, it's for you, buddy. Like That's what we're doing. we make a Cuban beef stew, yeah. and it's not so much of what you the ingredients are, but the process... Of building those flavors on top of each other. Yeah, I love it. It's fusion. It's like you, you And it looks fantastic, by the way. It looks amazing. Yeah, I gotta start eating before I come to this podcast. Well, I, I keep you forgetting. Already, you guys dig in. Come yeah, on. I just well, want to. Well, no, there's uh, a couple. Uh, there's a couple different dishes, right? This is a different yeah. dish over here. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to. Well, so these these two guys are the same. Okay, those are the same. And right, this third and that one guy down there is um, it's with lamb. So we have on the menu something that we call cordero frita, which is like a fried lamb, a uh, leg of lamb. So instead of frying it, we shaved it and tossed it with the noodles and kept it dry. Oh, my gosh. So we have two brothy kind of noodle dishes and then one nice dry lamb dish. Ronnie, what do you think? Ronnie's chowing yeah, down he's, on he's it. Already he's killing he's it. in it. Oh. <laughs> Ronnie, what? It's delicious. It's, it's, it's fusion Cuban Chinese, I guess. Yeah. And, it, yeah, it tastes The noodles are super soft. The broth is uh, delicious. It's, um, that's very, it's, very, it's very rich broth. You know? I, yeah. I love it. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. I don't know. So <laughs> it's very hard for me. I've never had to describe flavors before. I just go.
go, I usually in my Google Maps, so, I just put down this is awesome. Yeah, you can't, <laughs> you can't see his face, but he's very uh, focused. He's while very studious. He's, this he's, whole, he's, he's just like, why are you talking to me? I'm trying to eat. Yeah, What's he's the matter? really in it. Idiots. Uh, so, uh, obviously, the best podcast you've ever been on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, obviously. I didn't know. I thought there'd be video on this. So I was. Uh, we were. Yeah. Uh, we're working on it. Working on it. Working on it. It's very hard to describe this over a podcast, like how delicious. Oh, we took photos of all of it. We we got that down. But just know that it's amazing. Yeah. And we put the recipes out there. And they're obviously handmade noodles, so it's not you know it's not uniform. So how can you tell? Obviously, say I wouldn't know that. I just think these are noodles. But you say obvious. It's not uniform. It tastes super. So that's how you know it's handmade. Yeah, I mean that's how I would get. I'm not a food like I just eat. Like I'm not a person that knows things. Clearly. Megabus, paging land suites. Megabus. Digging over there. I want Ronnie to eat it. I want Ronnie to eat it. I want to tell you about the noodle while you're eating the noodle. Okay, I'll try. Because I can't describe it to you if you haven't. Well, the noodle. It's a home. It's a home. Like sex. Ronnie's eating, or do I eat? Which one do I eat? I don't want to mess it up for him. So watch this. No, no, no. I got you. I got you. I got you. Also, I'm just gonna say it. Like I think. There you go, but like yeah. food literacy in America, right? It's like honestly, it's very low. Mine is very low. It's very low. Like people don't know. What the, what the options are, so they keep going back to the same shitty stuff over that, and over that's again. Me. Yeah, yeah. That's, and it's like you don't know why. What do you, the, why do you think that is, Ronnie? I mean, I have my own feelings on it. I, I, 100% I mean, agree. a lot of it has to do with not being in like a cosmopolitan metropolitan area where there's enough different cuisines, you know. Um, but a lot of it is just no one is there to introduce you to it. You know what I mean? No one, no, you don't have a good friend who you trust to go. Hey, listen, I know you just eat burgers and pizza. Can you fucking try this right. thing once? Just no, once, just yeah. try a small bite. If you hate it, whatever. But, but at least you've tried it. Yeah, and yeah. I, so many times, I'm I'm amazed coming out of Southeast Asia, and I'm amazed sometimes. I, I meet up with friends I've made in America in the last four, four or five years, and we'll bring them to like Korean barbecue. And they will be like, what is going on here? And I'm yeah. like, yo, this is just cooked meat, man. This isn't even exotic <laughs> stuff. Yeah. It's literally just cooked meat. Right. It's the introduction to yeah. what Korean food really is. Yeah. And, and they yeah. get like, you know, and, and there's a lot of resistance. And, and these, are, these are very open-minded people I'm talking about. It's not even about. So, I, I mean, you ask me why that is. I mean, it, I guess it's just habit. I don't know if I can. Yeah, no. I think it is habit as well. But I think it's also, Ronnie, you know, we get into a comfort level. Where, you know, especially in New York City and, you know, you're working and then you're eating and then you're sleeping and then you're working, you're eating and you're sleeping. Yeah. And to kind of get out of that routine is, is it takes some balls. Sure. And also, and also, to be fair, part of it Dude, is... It's, it's New York. No one wants to go anywhere. <laughs> it's so exhausting. The MTA doesn't work. There's traffic everywhere. Like, everything is a, a burden <laughs> yeah. and a, a journey. That's why, thank you for coming today. Yeah. And how hard it was to get here. Oh, no, no. I was just walked here. Was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> What's, yeah. what? I'm 15 walk? minutes walk away from this place. It's great. I'm going to come back and bring my wife back here. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Nice. They're, uh, they're open. Please, yeah. please. Yeah. La Cubana on 15th and 9th. Dude, Definitely love, love Cuban food. Ever since I watched Chef, I've been like on to Cuban oh, food. Oh, that man. movie's the fucking tits. That <laughs> yeah. movie is the tits. Uh, you must love it for sure. I, mean, I, I love it. I love it. Um, so before I did La Cubana for you know the last seven years, I've had I've been I went into the food truck industry. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been I've been a chef since what I was 18, 19, because I spoke Spanish in the kitchen. <laughs> so the, <laughs> I I immediately got the job. They were like, wait, you two two languages? Yeah, you got it. Executive chef, fucking have at it. <laughs> You know, but um, I just did spend so much time in kitchens that one day I just stood up and I was like, listen, actually, it was on Mar- Martin Luther King Day. I was like, I'm fucking, oh boy, I'm fucking done. I'm done of this. Yeah, I'm oh. done. I have a dream. Yeah, I'm yeah. done. I'm going to go cook uh, barbecue. And, and I did a, the food trucks because I can actually have a face-to-face interaction 
with the person that's eating my food. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's one of the hallmarks. I think I've been lucky to meet a couple of chefs um, in New York. And one of the hallmarks of the great chefs, I think, is that they want their food to be really accessible. They're, they're right. not, they, I mean, this guy, I think I can say his name, David Bohara, but um, he, he's Sushi by Bo. Um, okay. He told me, like, he didn't want to make sushi for rich assholes. He wants everyone to eat it. So he made a very accessible omakase that's like a $50, 30-minute omakase and all the fish is flown in from Japan. But he's making it relatively accessible because he said, I just don't, I don't want it to just be rich people coming to eat. Right. This kind of food. I want everyone right. to be able well, to that kind of, that kind And of then Rondo was like, but do you have gelato? Because <laughs> yeah. if you don't, I'm yeah. out of here. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> what, what are you saying? Yeah. <laughs> It attests to the fact of kind of educating people about different different foods and, yeah. you know, making it accessible. And as a chef, that's really what you want to do. It's great to stand in the kitchen and bang out hundreds and hundreds of plates, but to actually go downstairs or hand out your dish and see the, you know, look on someone's face. And by, by the way. Telling I, you it doesn't suck. You're like, fucking great. You know, I'll, I'll do this again. And by the way, I don't mean, I don't know what this says about me. Actually, I know what it says about me. But when I saw those three I'll plates, those three large plates at the table. It's exciting. It's you know what I mean. Because sometimes you know you go someplace, you might have great food. They come over with like a small whatever, and you're like, oh, oh right. Yeah, you this want is, a lot. This want, is. Can this I say is. something about the noodles? Yeah, I want. Oh, I was yeah. going to ask oh, what Lansing's. Yeah. They taste. Uh, I'm. T I don't know. I don't know very little about food. It tastes kind of like there's cinnamon on them. It, the noodles almost taste like a dessert. What what am I tasting? It, what the fuck is Lance eating over there? What are what I, are it, you it, eating? It tastes like it's almost like a dessert. The noodles are they sweet? Is, is it what a you're little saying? bit of I don't know how to describe it's, food. So is it's it, cumin. It's so, it's is not it some cinnamon. kind of spice or something. There's something that tastes almost like a dessert noodle. There's, that's what, that's is what is I'm tasting. Is there a dessert noodle? There 100% is not a dessert what are you noodle. This about? is what I'm tasting. A dessert noodle? Just telling you guys what uh, I'm tasting. You grew up it's, really poor, huh? It's delicious. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, what did you, what did you grow up eating, Lance? South Georgia. <laughs> South what's, Georgia. What's for South dessert? Georgia. A noodle. Yeah, no, not he, I think he's tasting a cumin. The, the, well, Have there's you had cumin. Perhaps. Sometimes. I just eat. I don't really know much about food. Right. That's the only thing I can think of. But it's kind of a dessert taste in the noodle. Pass me that dry noodle bowl over here. Like a dessert thing. So in terms of, uh, yeah, yeah. So like in... Uh, and, and Lance, I don't want to discount that at all. I think it's absolutely it's amazing it's as a chef I will. to hear the descriptions. <laughs> no, no. You know, somebody it tastes who's almost never... like a pastry with some kind of... I think also because the noodles are very soft. Yeah. Maybe that's... Am I wrong? So you all... There's no, a little dessert... You're not wrong. The noodle is soft. There's a dessert quality to it. Like... Um, uh, like I mean, some kind of pastry with some kind of something on it. What the fuck? You just keep going left and left there. <laughs> Doesn't it though? Am I wrong? There's a little taste in there that's a like a dessert quality. It doesn't mm. feel like is a that, normal. Is that Jolly Rancher I'm tasting? No. Did that you, might be, yeah. Did you, we is that, used it with Jolly Rancher. Is that a candy cane? <laughs> Halloween's right around the is corner. Is that the edible kind you had candy? before Will the you podcast? Know that, Ronnie, Am I wrong though or no? Thank you, brother. I'm, I, I'm, that's my. I, it's not. Look, I mean. You're, you're no, that's 100% your honest, um, you know, your honest opinion. Yeah. And as a chef, I would, I would never discount that. Yeah, I usually, but it fucking I usually sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I usually, I usually I, eat furniture. I mean, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. are we talking remember, about the carpet? <laughs> I remember talking to, um, I share an office with Roy Wood Jr., uh, comedian Good and man. Money, great Good man. one of the one of the best guys in America, and <laughs> the <laughs> open-minded dude, but come, grew, born and raised Alabama, like um, so very. Low on the food literacy, you know, yeah. because he's he's been a road dog for, for for years. He's on the road eating burgers and pizzas. And one day, was saying he eat this guy willingly eats Subway. 
Like he'll pay money to eat Subway. That's crazy. Yeah, it's insane. It's Shaq won't even They're do doing that. quite well. A lot of Americans pay to eat Subway. <laughs> yeah, so yo, know, scientists tested Subway meat and they couldn't find enough traces of anything to and call it meat. It's affordable. <laughs> and sure. it's, it's what yeah. they sell to not a lot of people in America have a ton of money. So, so it's what it is. Yeah, so so me so Roy one day, just out of nowhere, he just Roy just says like, Hey, I'm thirty eight right years old right now. I've had it all. I've had, I've had, I've had, all, I've had all the food. Yeah, I've had all the food. Like, I, I've I think had I'm everything done. on the footlong menu. <laughs> yeah, and then I literally go like, wait, have you had anything from Southeast Asia before? Like any Southeast Asian food? And yes. he just goes Subway. Like, <laughs> and he just goes like, no. And I'm like, oh my god, if you haven't had the region of Southeast Asia, not even specific countries, I'm just talking the region. You cannot tell me you've had everything. And this so, is why he's one of the greatest guys in America. Yeah, so he's the greatest guy because I said, come with me to the <laughs> Vietnamese restaurant. We went to Hanoi House in New York. We um come and he's like, okay, I'll come with you. I bring. He brought his partner. I brought my wife. Went to Hanoi House. Um, I ordered the South Vietnamese food, North Vietnamese food for him. His girlfriend. He, 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 yeah, he's going yeah. fine. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Just, let's just live. Well, you know, he's got a kid, so I don't know what you want to call it. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just making sure everyone oh, knows what they're oh, listening to. Like, yeah. I, brought, I brought my wife. He brought his partner. Yeah. What? And, and then, uh, yeah. so, so, I, so I ordered all this like Vietnamese spring rolls, uh, rice paper rolls, all this stuff. And he, he, he looks at it suspiciously, and then he, he eats it, and then he goes, Man, this stuff is delicious. The flavors are great. And the funniest thing he says is after the meal, he goes, like, Yo, I, I, I have Vietnamese food. And afterwards, I didn't feel like, I didn't feel like shit. And I'm like, yeah, you yeah. shouldn't feel like shit every time you eat. Well, that's because we're used to <laughs> shitty American <laughs> Chinese food, and right. that's you know. No, 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 no. I love Chinese food. I love Chinese food. My question for you though is, out of all uh, the food options in the Asian menu, what is the best in your opinion? All the food options in Asian menus. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're going to choose a certain cuisine or a country or a region, well, what is your favorite? Look, I mean. Singapore and Malaysia is for me always number one. Hmm. Um, the food that they have, I came in when I go back to Singapore, um, and I go back every like six months visit my mom. In fact, I'm doing shows in Singapore in November. I go there. It's straight. Plug them. Plug them. Yeah, um, no, yeah I, it's straight eating twenty four seven. Trevor Noah was in Singapore three months ago, and I was with him. Just brought him around to all my spots, you know. Um, and everyone's everyone who's open minded with food. I'm looking at you, Lance. Everyone who open my food open-minded. usually loves. Singapore food, especially when you have someone who's showing you around and telling you what to order. So Singapore Malaysian food will be my number one. But the problem is, in my history, in my touring history, living in Australia, touring the UK, touring Canada, touring America, there I've never found a single good Malaysian Singapore restaurant mm. outside of Singapore and Malaysia. So in lieu of that, I'm gonna say go for Japanese. Give them, give them your email and let them email you. Oh, or they'll email, dude. <laughs> I, you don't understand. Like, I'm not an amateur either. You can send me so all is your that the goddamn. Thing? You can have Japanese food. And well, o- only compare? okay. The reason I say Japanese food is because it's clean. It's relatively un. It's not very exotic. If you're, you know, people get scared of like cumin or whatever the fuck. Like, it, so I Japanese it. food. <laughs> Japanese food is very. I think, in my opinion, it's a very safe option for people who are like scared of like trying something new. And the best part about Japanese food is they have a culture of opening late. And so if That's you're a stand-up right. comic, yeah. Yeah. every city I go to, the number, first thing I look for is where's the nearest izakaya? 
where's the izakaya? Because I know it'll be open till at least 1 or 2 a.m. Yeah. Mm. You can go there. It's quiet. You can have a conversation. It's going to be grilled meat, no no carbohydrates. Like You can eat all protein. There's going to be beer if you want. There's also going to be green tea if you want. Um, so I would say go go for uh, Japanese food. And um, just quick shout out to Torishin in Midtown, uh, Midtown West. That place is Michelin hat and deserves it. Mm. Um, I love Chinese food, but yeah. I mean, I you know, from a young age, I was introduced to it. So now going to like Chinatown or like Wohop is like right. just what I do. And yeah. I understand what Wohop is. Yeah. You just got to yeah, close your eyes and eat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what makes it good. That's what makes it, you know what I mean? Like it is what it is. But Wohop is, is uh, a fun one. Now, what non-Asian food do you miss? Because you had said you were only eating Asian food. Oh, what do I miss? Yeah. I think I miss eating pizza. Pizza. Yeah. Mm. I miss eating pizza. I miss eating like Joe's pizza. I miss eating... Um, um, like so, wait, Ronnie, crust, you, yeah. you don't eat pizza? Yeah, I don't eat pizza anymore. Damn, yeah. only Asian yeah. food, right? You said just stop because um, for me, pizza is not on the same level of addiction as ice cream, but it's in the same zone. Okay, <laughs> so, so once you stop. turn that on, there's no. Yeah, I can eat the whole thing, and yeah. I just had to stop. And also, I think pizza is you know that it's the pro pro typical bad for you food. Yeah. But, yeah, what do you, you know. do when you're out? Like, like if we all went to dinner and we go, what are you gonna eat? Well, yeah. how about this though? When you when you got the Daily Show, yeah. what did you celebrate with? Oh, um, dude, I think I was eating Nando's chicken. I was in London at the time. I was doing shows in London. I got announced on the show. And then, no, I was, I was touring Edinburgh. I was in the Edinburgh Fringe Festival when they told me I got the job. Scotland, so. Yeah, Scotland, nothing. so no good. Nothing. <laughs> so no good, man. No good? There's I, nothing out there? No, in Scotland. Yeah. Dude, Scottish people, it, it's inland, so you're not going to get anything super. Hmm. You're not going to get fresh seafood. You know, culturally, there's not a lot of great. A lot of pond fish. Asian restaurants, they're kind of known for having like a very Scottish cuisine, you know, and it's, you're not, it's, and we're in the middle of a month-long performing arts festival. You're literally getting scurvy by the end of the, end of the That's really good. month from lack of nutrients, man. Damn. That place, yeah. The it's no good, thing. man. I'm talking like it's French creeps. I'm talking like spices. Um, roast pork on a spit. Um, they'll roast pork, they'll um, eat a lot of haggis. Like eggs, like it's super heavy, like heavy white duty, people yeah. food. It's heavy white people food. Wait, and so what, what are you eat doing? Eat it for a month and you're going to get scurvy. If we're going out to dinner, all of us, it's yeah. a Friday night, you got to eat or whatever it is. What, well, what are you doing if we're at a place that doesn't have. You see, that, I mean, that's a great question. So, first of all, it will be just don't eat after gigs. That's the biggest thing you can do. Ryan, back me up on this, man. Don't eat, eat after gigs? Yeah, yeah after, no, Ryan's not going to back gigs, up on that. <laughs> no, but eating after, eating at late night is. That's how so you what's your put the weight back. What, what's your late night cutoff run? Um, you know, and then what, what time do you get going in in the morning? Yeah, so breakfast. So so I'll go. Yeah, I'm, if it's if it's after nine p.m., I'm 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 gonna try to hmm. not eat because I know for me that's my body type. If I eat after nine p.m., that's the beginning of the end. But I'm so saying, what are you as, as a chef? That's breakfast. Yeah, yeah. Nine p.m. Uh, is yeah, literally. So, uh, but you know, we, a we have breakfast. a hard time finding. So for most days, I won't eat after gigs. But like when I have my cheat day, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I really blow it up. The problem I have is finding places that are open after midnight. Mm-hmm. Great question. So that's why yeah. I got the map of New York because you want to find the late night spot. It's Izakaya, man. I'm telling you, the what, late night Izakaya. Izakaya. What do you mean? Open till two a.m., three a.m. Mm. Sometimes. Yeah. It, a lot of Korean food is is, is open late. Also, really. Yeah, that's why Asian yeah. food again yeah. is the go-to. Otherwise, you're eating goddamn 
you know, what, what the fuck, the white people food. Yeah, white yeah. people. Yeah. Wait, Ronnie, I'm still confused. Yeah. What are you eating if you're going out with a group of people and you can't eat? No, what I, you either, I, either I won't eat you or won't I'll eat. go with you to a diner After. or okay. I won't hang out with you people. I got you. And then, you um, he's like, no, nah, you're too fat. You're <laughs> too fat. Is, no, is but, this your dad? But let's say, <laughs> let's say, let's say, where's the group going? They're going yeah. to a diner. You sounded like your dad. I know. Right? Like, I don't hang out with you people. I'm certainly not going to eat with you dirty whites. Like, you're like, you're going to go to a diner, most probably. I love a diner. Love a diner. And I, a, lo- yeah. I, a lot of my American experience is through diners. So Great I have guy. a soft spot through American diners. Okay. I'm going to go to a diner. Yeah. I'm going to order either, if you make me eat, yeah. um, I will order the burger, no bun. Or I'm going to order like the... Pancakes? No, no pancakes. Fucking but syrup. It might be uh, the chicken fingers. Do you gotcha. have a cheat day though? Do you have a day okay. where you're just no, like, I'm man. not going to... No, just, I can't. You're living that I can't dream. do cheat okay. day. I can't do... Because if I do one cheat day, it's over. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> just, just the way... My, my it's like alcoholism. Yeah. It's alcoholism. Man. I've, I've lost weight twice in my life. The second time I lost, I was like never again. And no. for me, cheat days is the beginning of the end, man. You no, I get it. So, so I for me, it. it was about maintaining a consistent diet that doesn't make me want to kill myself. I actually enjoy, <laughs> yeah. still enjoy food. Yeah. But you know that the cheat day for me is like this. It's like you're battling your whole life. Like mm-hmm. you're just waiting for that one day where you can go crazy. Yeah. It's like it's not a balanced lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. You know what this I mean? is like reading from my diary. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are we doing? <laughs> Wouldn't you of rather course. be a consistently I'm just happy I'm sitting rather here than thinking about that Sunday? I'm not. Yeah. I'm not yeah. hearing I gotta anything say, that's anyone the saying. Least of Ryan's problems. <laughs> worrying about that. <laughs> yeah, but you just every day if you eat properly. I mean, Will Savins had a great way of putting it. He just said like we talk about candy and ice cream and all that. We call them like treats. Mm-hmm. That, you know that's Will, a misnomer. Will abstains from a lot of things. Yeah, uh, I know, I know uh, he does. Uh, but he uh, put uh, it. He, he had a good point. He says that we call these things treats, and so we think of them as treats. But actually, all this sugar is just well, like poison. Yeah. No, no, I mean like, mm-hmm. and I think we had been mentioning it on a, a different podcast. I had a, a birthday party at McDonald's. You know, like and it's like in my head, I was like, "Wow, my parents ran to McDonald's." They didn't. Yeah. They just bought twelve Happy Meals and stuck the kids in the corner. Yeah. And you were like, "This is my happy place because mm-hmm. it's my birthday." So now when I yeah. see McDonald's, I'm like, "Yay!" All <laughs> oh, right, you're associated. Yeah, with you're it. just—it's built into your head. What? It got the indoor playground. And, yeah, yeah. You you're know, like, "Wow!" In the ball pit. Oh, yeah. It's fucking you like this food, huh, Ronnie? You really—you're going out. You've finished, love finished that whole this dish. This is great. It really is good. The beef oh, is Ronnie, that's awesome. So the glad beef you is terrific. Fucking enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, first of all, yeah. I hate wasting food. Second of all, this thing is delicious. It really is good. And and you had the chef personally make this. I mean, dude, are you living the dream? So that's so, Ronnie. You're like, a, <laughs> what's your what's your go to meal at home? Mm. Like, do, does does your mom cook? That's pretty good. What do you mean at home? Home at home, home home. What do you cook? Do you? Cook? Oh no! When I go back to Singapore, I'm like eating out. I'm like, do you cook eating out? Yeah, yeah. What did you grow up eating? Um, yeah, my mom would my mom would cook. Yeah, my mom would cook. But what did she, dude? Tell what, me a little bit about it, because I, just based on how you describe food, I could tell you've had some really really good upbringing. Oh, <laughs> based on how food. Lance described no, food, you know, and Lance <laughs> over here talking about he it had no like s'mores. <laughs> no, no, I had to. Is dis- that cotton candy? <laughs> <laughs> I had to discover food on my own. That man. A corn dog, I tasted. Yeah. <laughs> he, he has to relate it to American stuff. Yeah, so this noodle <laughs> tastes like an apple pie. Like, all right. guys, all right, I'm right man. here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, my mom, uh, to be honest, I love my mom, but she wasn't a, I don't think she was a great cook. Wow. Like, she would eat stuff. And and because we didn't know any better, she, was, she would make stuff and it was actually very bland. And when I go back home now and I'm eating, I'm like, oh, mom, like, why didn't you? Uh, a good example, which I don't think anyone at this table will get, would be like, I used to love eating codfish. My mom would steam codfish. Mm. Like, Chinese people love steaming yeah. fish. Yeah. It's fucking delicious. In the so baskets? Like, yeah, in the baskets. It's, yeah. it's, I think it's, it's a healthy and delicious way to cook stuff mm. if you do it properly. Um, is cod a good eating fish? Yeah, cod is delicious. Yeah, it's cod awesome. It's very good. white, very creamy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. you'll love it. And um, it's uh, we. So she would cook it, 
And then I discovered the dish myself again later on, and my wife would cook it, and we would cook it together. And the real recipe calls for you put like Shaoxing cooking wine in it. Yeah. And then you put uh, ginger and other stuff to make give it flavor. To give the steam a little bit of... Right. Yeah, aroma. Right. And yeah. then I would go back home, and my mom would make her style, and I'd be like, oh, did you put the Shaoxing <laughs> cooking wine? And she'd be like, no. Like, that's way too fancy. Yeah. And I'm like... She's like, Ronnie, with your bougie right, shit? Right, right. Seriously. And I was like... Uh-huh. This, she, that's basically what she said. And I was like, I don't think Shaoxing cooking wine is like a bougie... It's like a very basic, you know, yeah. way of steaming fish. She made it sound yeah. like I was like um, talking about adding, you know, gold flakes and paprika. I'm like, yo, yeah. it's just Shaoxing cooking wine. Like, it's a very standard thing to have in Chinese kitchens. But she right. never grew up cooking it, so... You know, so no, my, I don't think my mom was like the best. Then now you're never cook, allowed yeah. home again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if he does, he's got to bring the cooking wine. Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. cook? Um, uh, my, my wife cooks more than I do. I'm not going to take credit. He's an eater. Yeah. Do you yeah. want, do you want to uh, yeah. shit on her also? No, or? she actually had the, <laughs> she actually has an Instagram page she set up before cooking. So what is oh, it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Plug it. Plug yeah, it. Bam Bam Kitchen. Yeah, she started, so that all sparked from being in New York and missing the food we ate at home and not mm-hmm. being able to find good versions of it and so hmm. my wife just started cooking and she became really good at it and um, so she cooks my wife is Vietnamese Australian so she cooks a lot of Vietnamese stuff she cooks a lot of um, like she started cooking some uh, Malaysian stuff just stuff that I missed that I couldn't find in New York hmm. and so she has some really nice versions of you know what, what we remember yeah, uh, you know, as kids, what, yeah, what Ronnie, you got to bring her in here to eat. Yeah, please, I, love I would to. love the, to build these, you know, to build these dishes for her. Yo, I'm, yeah, this is exactly what we do, though. This it's, is our it, life. It's yeah. appreciating, you know, it's, it's really about appreciating what goes into a plate. And just listening to Ronnie talk, I mean, he should be about three hundred pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, I am, and he's and he's teetering. How many like what, geometric systems? I, I don't know. He looks about. I haven't done the math behind three how much pounds he weighs. of weed. I, I don't know what it is. I'm telling you, you can't eat well. You just gotta. Not eat it's like four eight balls. Don't heavy. Eat, it's yeah, don't eat don't eat pizza every night. Don't eat apple pie. <laughs> don't fucking eat like but, you know. Don't eat buns on a burger. Like you, everyone can do it. You I can just go describe into, the can, whole American diet. I know. I can go into any restaurant in America and find something that fits yeah. what I think will fit my metabolism. I don't mm-hmm. need to like the only place I couldn't do it would probably be like a straight up ice cream shop. Yeah. There's nothing there I could find to eat. But you know, if you if you cut out sugar and 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 candy bars and he'd and walk soda. into an ice cream shop like scratching like a fucking crackhead. <laughs> yeah, like man. gelato you, behind the cookie the, I tried the vegan uh, Lu, 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 Lee yeah. Louise. Oh yeah, that uh, yeah. ice cream Louisa place ice cream? over here. Yeah. In, um, yeah, yeah. Because my wife ordered some, so I had a, a bite of it. Was, that was delicious. The vegan one. Yeah, I have. I have never had anything vegan. Yeah, the vegan ice creams. You won't even know it's vegan. Yeah. they didn't tell mm. you. It's, yeah. It's what flavor? I can't remember what it was. It was just something. But I could feel the crack, like, shivers coming. <laughs> I had to stop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hey, like, I'll take there, two spoons and I'm out of here. Are yeah. there any uh, animals in Asia or Australia that they eat regularly that we don't eat here? Um, let me see. Uh, I mean, do you consider duck exotic? I remember cra- thinking how funny it was that Americans thought duck was, like, a crazy thing to eat. No, we have the, what, the... Uh, what no, it's funny you say that, because... Pate? In, like, the is last that, eight years, duck? nine years, goose, duck is very, very familiar. Right. Yeah, right, so yeah. I would say maybe duck is probably the thing that we eat in Asia that in America people are like, what? Mm-hmm. I'm uh, like, it, what's what's the thing where they they force feed the foie duck? gras? Foie gras, yeah, that's foie gras. Gru- that's geese though. I think yeah. mm-hmm. that's not. Yeah, yeah it's, it's uh, goose. Are you a duck guy? Goose liver. I uh, I might have eaten it once. He's more of a pigeon guy. Oh yeah. man, so you that's had duck like once? I might have had it once. And and duck for you is like, whoa, what the fuck is this? Um, uh, not 
not too much. I feel like in the South, I had it growing up somewhere. I mean, but mainly like chicken, I mean, barbecue. South, you, guys are, you guys are catching fish. pheasant, and you're catching, you know, they Yeah, they I, I like deer. Um, Quail. Maybe rabbit once. Uh, yeah. a lot of, oh, I grew up on the coast. There's a lot of seafood in my town. So that's mainly what I ate. Seafood and chicken and, and like barbecue. No, but I guess what I'm asking you is if someone said, let's eat some duck, what's your initial reaction? I'll go for it. Yeah, but it's, but it's not on my normal menu. Right. Like I'm, one, isn't it usually more expensive? I'm not, I'm not getting it usually. Right. And I'm, it's, it's a little I don't eat at fancy not, places. I eat at, I eat at food trucks. I eat, right. I eat most, I eat bagel places on the, I eat, right. eat walking down the street a lot of times. Like yeah. I'll get, I'll get salmon and an egg on a bagel and I'll right. walk down the street eating it, yeah. you know, like. I'm not going to the places where duck is usually, uh, or it's I'm sure. not, however much it costs. I'm usually not getting it. Sure. I think, though, I mean, one thing that surprised me that was actually delicious, uh, I was in Hong Kong, and I had this uh, snake congee. Whoa. Yeah, and for me, that's nice. not normal, you know? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. It's, I'm not saying like, that was something I want. Like, for me, that's as exotic as it sounds probably to you, Ryan. And I walked in there, and I it, the shop specializes in snake congee. Hmm. And I ate it. I was like, man, this was delicious. Snake what part of the snake go, go figure. Yeah. It was actually a Petco. <laughs> <laughs> Which part of the snake? He got locked I, in a Petco. And, and <laughs> it was like, oh, delicious. It. Yeah, I mean, Lance, I think it's the snake. Like, it's the it's the muscles in the snake. So, yeah, it's so like, yeah. kind of the midsection of the snake is going to be the fattiest with the less, huh. you know, the okay. less it moves. Interesting. So, uh, 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 guys, we uh, we all... Love to cheat, not Ronnie. Uh, so we have a little section here we're going to call it, uh, Cheat This and Not That. Uh, this is a situation where we're going to throw some uh, questions at uh, Chef Mario and uh, ask him uh, what we should be cheating with because we don't want to waste our time. We don't want to waste our calories. We don't want to waste our money. So Executive Chef of La Cubana, Mario Chepe, is going to help us in this situation. Cheat this and not that. Cheat this and not that. So it's a cheat day. Uh, I'm I'm a big fan of meat, so that's what I'm going for. So should I go traditional steakhouse? Should I go barbecue? Uh, what do you think right off the bat? Uh, right off the bat, well, if we're looking at um, steakhouse versus barbecue, you definitely want to hit up a barbecue place because yes. you're going to have a leaner meat. You know, you're going to have. Uh, Doesn't that make it less tasty? It does not. I thought like not. fatty was better. No, well, not when it comes to barbecue. Okay. You know, barbecue, it's it's got a traditional method to cooking it, so it's going to absorb all the taste of the smoke and the, the rub that's on there, whether it's wet or dry. But if you want to compare something like a piece of brisket to a ribeye... Well, the next question <laughs> is, what do you get at the barbecue place? Ronnie, do you even eat barbecue? No. But it's Amer- that's, that's American. Yeah, but No, that's... you eat Korean barbecue. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. I mean, dude, it might, I'm not racist against American food. Yeah. <laughs> I'm racist yeah. against... I'm, I'm, he I, just doesn't like apple pie. Yeah, I just don't like bad food. That's all. Yeah. Uh, what do you get at the barbecue joint? Uh, barbecue, I'm going brisket. You know, you're, you, well, so you're making a decision. You're looking at the menu. You see a you see a beef short rib, um, and you see you know a brisket sandwich. You're gonna go for the brisket. Maybe not get it on a roll. Get it with some slaw. Call it a day. Oh, I go three meats. I go uh, ribs, brisket, and I usually do brisket again. Oh, that's so like that's oh. a that's a nap. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is heavy. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. that's the point. Cheat yo, the, yo, the 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 barbecue they do in Austin is out of control. The amount of effort they put into it, cooking all night, it's it comes out amazing. I mean, Have you had barbecue here in New York? I think I've had it. I think so. What's the place? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, hometown. There, there's a couple of places. Oh no, I went to I went to uh, Queens. Where just uh, Queens is that? Yeah, but- a spot butcher out in bar. Yeah, yeah. There's no. a spot out in Queens. No, no, not Queens. Uh, Queen, Mighty Queen. 
Mighty, Mighty Quinn. Quinn. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I like that place. I was yeah. just talking about it earlier. Yeah, yeah, Mighty Quinn is good. I mean, is yeah. that considered New York barbecue? It's considered. It is considered New York barbecue. But if you're talking real, like New comes York from barbecue. New York barbecue, yeah. you're gonna want to go out to Red Hook. Red. What, what's it called? Uh, hometown. Hometown. Those are uh, friends of La Cubana. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, uh, Billy Durney's doing a great job. He's actually got voted uh, number one barbecue in the country twice. Yeah, yeah. So we're, gonna, we're talking. You got guys like Ann Franklin and Louis Mueller. It is you know, good. This guy is is doing it. They have good baked beans there. I mean, Lance, I, 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 this is totally not what we're talking about barbecue here, but a good example of something that you might want to try is you like fried chicken, right? Uh, no, I don't do a ton of fried stuff. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, I like chicken, but not too much. I, was gonna I, say, I do a ton of fried stuff. If go you on. like fried chicken, just go try Korean fried chicken. You know, he's <laughs> I knew that was yeah. coming. No, I but, knew it. Yeah, but I what knew the fuck? Like, do you yeah. like fried it's chicken? I'm like, yeah, wait, is that <laughs> American? He's like, try Korean fried chicken. No, but have you tried it? Yeah. Uh, I, I, you I haven't? haven't, dude. You gotta try it. It's light. You don't feel like shit afterwards. Hmm. It, 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 dude. It's its own thing. You gotta try it. And Korean it's, fries. It's just I fried need, chicken. I need food that's gonna take me out of the game for two hours. You know what I mean? Dude, I, need, I, I, I swear need, to God, uh, the only thing I turned you off it was me saying Korean at the because I knew it was if coming. I, brought, I, yeah. knew it was coming. <laughs> I know, but it's just fried chicken. Uh, yeah. It's literally. Yeah. I, can, I can't uh, be more fresh, American. It's yeah. Fresh fried chicken. Yeah, but then you tacked it with but Koreans better. So do Korean fried chicken. No, I just think it's different. Go try it. I mean, my that's my point. The whole thing is like trying to get these. Americans to try some fuck. I can't even get them to try fried chicken yeah. without them going because like, you put do, the you, do you like baseball? <laughs> have you, you know, tried you Korean you baseball? Put a Popeye sign in front of Korean yeah. fried chicken joint. There'll be a line on We'd be happy if I said do it was Popeye's fried chicken. Do you chicken? like apple pie? Have you had Japanese apple pie? <laughs> and by the way, I'm not even saying that that stuff is this, delicious. You're your dad. Apple pie. You are your dad. Uh, apple pie is fucking delicious. I can't eat it because I'll get fat. That's the only reason I don't eat it. I'll oh, eat it for God. you, Ronnie. I got it. I'll help you get fat again. I can't wait. What are talking about barbecue? Yeah, we were just talking about. About, um, hometown, hometown barbecue. Yeah, not that. Yeah. So you know, when you walk into a barbecue restaurant, making a healthier choice. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, uh, if, yeah. At all, uh-huh. if at all possible, stay away from the fatty meats. Get something a little leaner. I, uh, you know what? I've been uh, eating less French fries lately, only so I could. Uh, nice. Was well, that like meat. the most foreign food you eat, Ryan? French, French fries, French pretty much. I eat Chinese food all the time. From France, I love Chinese food. Yeah, but that's your what you're describing is American Chinese. So I just want to get your opinion on this because I saw this in my corner store. Sucks. No, 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 no. I think, <laughs> I mean, you can describe it. what the hell this is. I thought it was, I thought it was wildly offensive, but this is, uh, this is, this is, oh, is, this is Australian. No, no, this is America. This is uh, a Paul Newman yeah, salad Paul dressing, Newman. and he's dressed up like, like a ninja, a ninja yeah. or something because it's, <laughs> it's ginger flavored salad dressing. This is hilarious. This that's, is, that's America all the way. Yeah, this it's is America so all the way. Weird. It's so it's so offensive that it's actually is. not it's not offensive anymore. You know I mean, mean it, it went like, it went all the wow. way to parody. So it's, well, you know what are you gonna dig up Paul Newman? Like, <laughs> yeah, dig him up and cancel him. I got, I, and but what's what's also funny is that on this bottle it just says sesame ginger. It doesn't even say no. like Asian nope. sesame ginger. No, nope. not nothing about this is Asian. Other nope. than, and then decided to put this guy in a ninja costume. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like he showed up to the uh, shoot drunk. They're like, dude, it's just for ginger dressing. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, it's cool. He's gonna get canceled. Yeah, that whole line is gonna get canceled. Uh, well, hey man, this is this has been a real amazing show. We thank you so much for your time. Is there anything you'd like to plug, sir? No. Thanks for your, having your Instagram, me on. Dude, you know. I had no idea what to expect. To be honest, I thought we were going to film something. We're going to film me cooking with the chef. I didn't know. This oh, is shit. So you want to come back and cook? Uh, yeah, I'd love to we'll come back and cook. Yeah. We'll do it next but time. you don't know how to cook. I don't know how to cook. I love, You're going to learn. Shout out to all the restaurant owners out there. I know how hard it is to open and fucking maintain a restaurant without these fucking idiot Yelp reviewers coming <laughs> in. Fuck Yelp. Giving you one star because their napkin didn't come fast enough or whatever. Go out there. Yeah. Everyone everyone listening, just go out there and just try uh, a nice <laughs> restaurant in your neighborhood. Please support the local uh, uh, restaurants trying to make it happen. 
Fuck yeah, uh, yeah Ronnie, yeah, can yeah. you stand outside the front of the restaurant? <laughs> like, just on Friday night <laughs> yeah. and fucking get people in. People in yeah. You guys oh, like Cuban so food. Cool. You're going to love Korean Cuban food. Here at La Cubana. Chef, you want to plug anything? Um, no, not, not at all. I mean, La Cubana, come on in, eat, drink, be merry, get your Ruiz and going. Your Instagram? Uh, yes, you can catch me at Sheffy2013 for uh, everything food related, and sometimes I get fucked up. <laughs> okay, we're gonna put this stuff on our uh, website at thecheatdayshow.com. Uh, you can go to uh, my Instagram at rrcomedy. Lance, what do you got? I'm at party with Lance everywhere. So if you're trying to keep this party going. <laughs> Look for Lance yeah. coming to a VFW hall <laughs> near you. Yeah, firehouses. I'll be there. Uh, that was the uh, Cheat Day Show, guys. Once again, thank you to Ronnie Chang. Uh, thank you to Lance. Uh, thank you to Jason Schneider, our, uh, uh, one of our producers over here to my left, and uh, executive chef of La Cubana on 15th and 9th, Mario Chepe. Thanks, guys. Cheat right. well. Thanks for listening to the Cheat Day Show podcast. To learn more about our show, the hosts, the comedians, our guests, our chefs, and more, visit our website, thecheatdayshow.com. Also, follow along with us on our social media, at The Cheat Day Show, on Instagram and Twitter. Future episodes can be found in all the places you get your favorite podcast. Our show is also sponsored by the world-famous Comedy Cellar on McDougal Street in New York City's Greenwich Village. Visit ComedyCellar.com for show lineups happening seven days a week. Later, cheaters. <laughs>